Welcome to the Resources for Integrated Care webinar, Promising Practices for Supporting Duly Eligible Older Adults with Complex Pain Needs. This podcast is excerpted from a webinar presented live on June 27, 2019. In this podcast, Melissa Myers, a Behavioral Health Case Manager at the Inland Empire Health Plan Integrated Pain Program, discusses IEHP's Integrated Pain Program. So I'm very excited to introduce Inland Empire Health Plan's Integrated Pain Program. Uh, IEHP has been very lucky to partner with Desert Clinic Pain Institute and Summit Institute uh, to establish our centers of excellence to meet the needs of our duly eligible older adult members who have complex pain needs. Our integrated pain program is based on the biopsychosocial model, and uh, this is for the treatment of chronic pain. And uh, this interdisciplinary approach to pain management is associated with minimal adverse complications as compared to uh, the traditional pain management approach. Um, This is not to say that some of our members that do make it to our centers of excellence have not undergone surgery and long-term opioid therapy. And uh, unfortunately, maybe those uh, approaches haven't worked. Um, The integrated pain program also treats members whose pain is just not not been treated appropriately through um, these other methods. Next slide. <clears throat> so the pathway to our integrated pain program uh, usually starts with our duly eligible members and a health risk assessment that's completed within the first 45 to 90 days of enrollment with our health plan. And this health risk assessment identifies our high-risk members Uh, Generally, they're stratified um, by either an episodic, basic, general, or complex care plan. And this is where members with complex pain needs are generally uh, identified in the very beginning. And from here, we'll talk more about how they transition over to the complex care team. Next slide. Our centers of excellence uh, utilize interdisciplinary team approach Um, under the biopsychosocial model um, to really look at the whole aspect of the person, uh, not just their pain, not just their opioid use, and uh, combines um, multidisciplinary um, uh, approaches to pain uh, with either, well, including a pain specialist, a clinical psychologist, a chiropractor, acupuncturist, nutritional specialist, addiction counselor, Um, and the core uh, of our teams are our nurse care managers and uh, community health workers. Um, The actual idea of the Center of Excellence is to really consider consider the wide range of potential approaches to take to optimize patient outcomes for individual treatment plans. So we look at uh, all the different areas of support that the person needs and they may have all of these areas, the psychotherapy, behavioral health, and uh, medication-assisted treatment, or just a few, depending on their need. Um, The Center of Excellence then is um, uh, providing close monitoring uh, for members that are uh, utilizing opioid therapy to include urine drug screens and consultations that are sometimes weekly. And uh, as a center of excellence, all the providers are up to date on what the most evidence-based clinical guidelines are for the treatment of pain. Uh, They ensure that all the providers are um, trained in in the newest uh, interventions. And our members participate in the program for one year. Uh, Next slide. 
So the four essential uh, areas of the program um, are, are medical treatment, behavioral therapy support, physical reconditioning, and the complementary and integrative therapies. Next slide. So in the medical area of treatment, uh, this is where the treatment plan really is formulated and begins. Um, a medical doctor will do an in-depth um, pain uh, and uh, opioid um, assessment, as well as uh, collaboratively working with a behavioral health provider to determine um, where the member has most need. Um, they're looking at the medication management and maybe interventional treatments that may be utilized in a person's treatment plan, and uh, they help provide education to uh, each of our members while they're in this uh, in-depth assessment about the nature of their condition. Uh, they find out about how the member has um, uh, handled their own self-management up until now and talk about uh, prognosis and um, treatment ideas. Next slide. So our behavioral support um, is, uh, as was mentioned earlier, um, uh, utilizes a lot of cognitive behavioral therapy, both in individual therapy and in groups. Um, we have uh, pain psychologists that are working as part of the integrated team. Um, they're also able to continually assess for depression and anxiety utilizing uh, these different screening tools that you'll see on the slide. Um, they're also connecting members to support systems. So some of the groups are offered are inviting um, members, loved ones, significant others, or supports that are identified uh, as part of groups. And they're also looking out into the community to find supports uh, for the members in their communities. Um, next slide. Our physical reconditioning uh, department is uh, dedicated to uh, assessing members' functional ability and uh, by utilizing uh, passive modalities all the way to um, uh, osteo-manipulative uh, treatment, chiropractic care, um, really meeting the member where they're at in terms of deconditioning or conditioning and um, starting very slow, pacing the member from day one throughout the 12-month program. Next slide. Our complementary and integrative therapies are um, really the glue, I think, that holds this together, and uh, that's utilizing uh, acupuncture, chiropractic care, uh, naturopathic and homeopathic consults um, to round out the treatment. Um, one of the examples of how this really has benefited members is what they call um, their mind sessions. So on certain days, a member will go to clinic and uh, start with a mindfulness meditation, uh, have an acupuncture session, and then see a therapist one-on-one -on -one or in a group. And we've had a lot of really positive feedback from this um, session. Next slide. Um, so we have two teams, our team here at IEHP and also the point-of-care team that work together. We complement each other in that, um, of course, the member uh, is identified and that originates here at IEHP. Um, but we work very, very closely throughout the year-long uh, program for each member. Um, next slide. 
So IEHP's team then will identify our duly eligible member um, either through the health risk assessment that I mentioned earlier um, or through uh, pharmacy. Uh, different departments here at IEHP may recognize that someone is struggling with a serious pain condition. And uh, those referrals are then sent to the IEHP pain team, and uh, we will reach out to the member and uh, connect them to the Center of Excellence if they meet criteria. Um, so some of the tips that we use for outreach and that have been really beneficial to developing relationships with our, our duly eligible members is to really approach with non-judgment and take time to listen to their story. Um, often, you know, the, the person on the other end of the phone is isolated and hasn't had somebody listen. Uh, just having that skill is, is really, really valuable in um, helping a member be able to identify their needs. Uh, we utilize empathic communication and reflective listening and um, always acknowledge that a member has autonomy. This program is a voluntary program. We, we don't force anyone uh, to you know, attempt something that maybe they're not ready for. Um, and uh, we you know, wanna know if they're ready to try something new. Next slide. <clears throat> our team at IEHP continues to coordinate care for our higher risk members. And our higher risk members may be identified by having uh, behavioral health comorbidity as well as polypharmacy um, and the current pain condition. Uh, they might also have other complex needs outside of their pain condition, um, such as diabetes, hypertension, uh, COPD. So these are our members that may need a higher level of care coordination and we are providing that with our uh, COE team. Uh, some of our coordination tips really are sharing information. Uh, we do biweekly conference calls of anyone that appears to have barriers to being able to uh, participate fully in the program and or if we've identified someone that um, will need surgery coming up or someone that may need to go inpatient for detox. So these are some of the areas that we coordinate with the team. Next slide. Okay, reviewing and assessing and monitoring the treatment plan on a monthly basis. Um, the point of care team at the Center of Excellence is um, part of uh, helping us identify where members are at. Some of our benchmarks then um, are provided to us at the three, six, nine, and 12 month um, areas. Uh, this is where um, we're creating discharge plans, setting up measurable short-term and long-term goals with the member. Um, <clears throat> preparing for discharge is something that happens at all stages through the program. Uh, getting the members thinking about, um, you know, what happens next? Uh, how am I gonna be able to carry this on in my everyday life? Um, utilizing pain relapse prevention plan. This is incorporated um, in everyday uh, clinic practice and um, carries over into the members hopefully into their day-to-day. -day. Um, the point of care team is also conducting daily what they call a scrum, which is a beginning of the day um, standardized care review. And this is a treatment team that looks at what the member's needs are up to really the minute, up until they check in that day. And this helps them um, uh, guide them to the treatments that would be most beneficial for them at that time. Next slide. <clears throat> 
and the point of care team is really keeping um, members on track, engaging uh, engagement. And so attendance is really important in the program. Um, it's one of the conditions of continual um, enrollment. Uh, we've seen that um, at least four encounters a week is really beneficial for a member in the first stages, and then four en encounters a week during um, the months thereafter. So the point of care team is motivating uh, the members and um, helping schedule, helping arrange transportation if needed. Next slide. So key engagement strategies, and one that uh, we've identified here at IHP, and uh, I know it's also part of the uh, Center of Excellence um, training, is motivational interviewing. Uh, utilizing motivational interviewing um, has been shown to really help build relationships with people, with members, with staff. And uh, so being able to engage with someone who um, is dealing with chronic pain with empathy by either asking open-ended questions, utilizing reflective listening, acknowledging autonomy, these are all so important in uh, assisting a member to um, recognize where they need help, where their barriers are, what they're willing to do. Um, also, utilizing uh, motivational interviewing, maybe using a 10-point scale about how a member is um, motivated um, is also very, very helpful in treatment planning. <clears throat> Next slide. So we'll go ahead and look at uh, Stacy, who has been in the program uh, for six months. Um, Stacy is a 59-year-old female. Her pain originated from a motor vehicle accident in 1999, uh, where since she's been experiencing chronic low back pain, um, <clears throat> also identified as having comorbid depression, hypertension, uh, has identified so, uh, some substance use disorder, and also diagnosed with seizure disorder. Uh, in addition, she has mixed connective tissue disease, and uh, that, of course, is exacerbating her pain. So when Stacy um, was identified and sent to um, the Center of Excellence, she identified that her goals are to manage her pain, to correct her back alignment, and to reduce anxiety. <clears throat> Next slide. So as part of the integrated uh, pain care program, Stacy has engaged in all the support groups. Uh, she seems to really benefit from chiropractic care and acupuncture. Uh, she's attending individual and therapy groups and also doing the mindfulness uh, yoga acupuncture combination and has had two naturopathic consults so far. Um, she's seen biweekly for medication evaluation uh, rather than going just on a monthly basis, and this allows her to check in, talk about um, how she's managing her symptoms as she is on a slow taper. So since her engagement in the integrated pain program, um, Stacy's reported that her pain has been reduced, her depression and anxiety have been reduced, and that acupuncture is a huge help in managing her pain. <clears throat> uh, also to note, she's reduced her morphine equivalent dose from 90 milligrams per day to 40, uh, and this is in the first six months. And she's also managing her hypertension much better. Uh, so her nurse care manager at the Center of Excellence will continue to monitor her ability to self-manage 
and also adjust any of her goals as she's progressing. Um, if she has, you know, more goals, more personal goals, those will be noted and worked on uh, working toward graduation. Thank you for listening. This podcast is presented by the Lewin Group and is supported through the Medicare and Medicaid Coordination Office at the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. MMCO is dedicated to helping beneficiaries enrolled in Medicare and Medicaid have access to seamless, high-quality health care that includes the full range of covered services in both programs. To support providers in their efforts to deliver more integrated, coordinated care, MMCO is developing technical assistance and actionable tools based on successful innovations and care models. To learn more about current efforts and resources, please visit our website or follow us on Twitter for more details. Our Twitter handle is at integrate underscore care.